Everybody stop what you're doing, please. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is no better show on your radio. This is Around the House with Eric G. Where's the hammer? From your back fence to the sidewalk, Eric will tell you how to keep it all in tip-top shape while helping you save a buck while doing it. If you like DIY projects, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it. And Eric is here to guide the way. Is it on the, uh, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. All that and more on the fastest two hours of home improvement radio. These are the wrong plans. These are the old plans. Welcome to Stop It! Around the House with Eric G. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. This is the Pro Insider Special. This is where we talk to the people in the trades. All of my uh, brothers and sisters out there that are working hard every single day. Doesn't matter if you're a framer, you're a contractor, maybe you're working as a designer or a business-to-business establishment selling products to builders and contractors, this one is for you. Well, I wanted to bring up something today that kind of crossed my mind over the last five days because this is my first day here with power in the Around the House studios. We've been running off uh, Energizer Generator Power for the last five days. And uh, last night, we got power back, and that was really cool. Thanks to uh, Portland General Electric and all those people out there busting their butts trying to get 350,000 people their power back. Uh, hats off to them and their hard work. Uh, they turned mine on, ended up going over and helping my next-door neighbor. She's super cool, and uh, she had 60 volts coming into her house after they turned uh Turned uh, the power back on, so clearly we had a problem. And so uh, we had to call them back out, and I helped her uh, make sure all her breakers were off because the last thing she needed was burning up her HVAC system or anything else on low voltage. But they had a multitude of problems on that pole. They got it figured out and got it fixed. But here's what I want to talk about because it's not happening just here in Oregon. It's happening in Texas. It's happening in Oklahoma. It's happening across the country. Happening in California. We have a power grid system that is not holding up to the weather. I'm not even going to call it the power company's fault. I live in the state, or at least this half of the state, of trees. And our power lines are all on telephone poles. I mean, my neighborhood, they just came through and trimmed all the trees back so... It looked like it would take a catastrophic failure of a tree to take a power line down. That's what happened. We had an inch and a quarter of rain, took power lines down. It took trees, and the weight of the ice took the power lines down even. So the only way to combat that is to put it underground. Problem is, is underground here in our wet climate tends to chew up power lines underground, so they got to go through every 10 or 15 years, it seems, and change out underground power. Rewire everything. That's expensive. My concern is a business out there is for you to think about where you're going with electric vehicles until we get this taken care of. I love electric vehicles. I think they're super cool. Wouldn't mind driving a Tesla around. Let's say that right now. Wouldn't mind driving one of those. I have no problem with it. But I want you to really think about converting your fleet of vehicles over to electric. Because I can tell you right now, when you're a business and 
almost 40% of our metro area had no power. So think about that. 40% of our metro area had no power due to a record-breaking winter storm. If you had an electric fleet of trucks, maybe you're a plumbing company or an HVAC company or electrical contractor or even landscape company, whatever you're trying to do, you had no way to repower up that truck. None. So if you had that uh, you know, new F-250 that's coming out that'll be all powered, battery powered or whatever out there, I see that being a big problem. So for in the commercial world of business-to-business stuff, I think hybrids are going to be the way to go. But I think before you change over to an electric fleet, we've got to have other ways of producing power in our homes and businesses because right now it's very clear our grid can't handle what we have now. It just can't. We don't have enough electric power. And I've seen many auto manufacturers come out and say, we need, depending on which report, you know, five to 10 times the electricity capacity to make 50% of our vehicles electric. So although we have a great dream of making electric cars out there, which I got no problem with it, if I can travel and do the things that I want to do, yeah, if you, as long as you keep selling gas for my classic cars, I'll be happy. But I have no problem commuting an electric car. However, comma, I need to be able to use it. If I want to drive down and see my buddy David or Scotty in California, I need to have a vehicle that's going to do that. And I'm not going to stop every five hours and charge for two hours so I can keep moving again. I want to be able to jump in a car if I wanted to drive down there and do it. I want to be able to pop into a gas station and be out the door with that level of service. And we don't have that technology yet. But that's really what we've got to start working on if we're going to take it that way. But to be honest, that's where our problems are going to be because right now, if you had an electric fleet of vehicles and you're down for five days, you, 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 your trucks went out for a day's work. When they came back to plug in, you got four days of no business because your trucks are parked. And I don't think you could have ran enough generators to get everything up and running just so you could send your cars out again. So something to think about when we get into this level of power outages, and it's happening in different places across the country. I mean, California in the summertime, they've got rolling blackouts plenty of times because, one, they don't have, they're concerned about fires. And two, when the energy load's big, like when everybody's air conditioning's on, it's going to be 110 out and they got a little bit of winds, you're out of luck. You got no power for a number of hours. So just think a little bit about how that's going to fly in your business plan. Um, I'm all about keeping things green, keeping things more efficient, you know, being easier on the environment. That's all good with me. But uh, you need to first make sure it's going to work in your business model. I mean, unless you're putting in some big wind farm or solar plant it's your place of business just to charge up vehicles that's where you're at now here you would have been fighting a few more problems because when you get an inch and a quarter of freezing rain on top of solar panels that doesn't work so well and uh if you put an inch and a quarter of freezing rain on a wind turbine that's going to have some problems too 
that thing's going to get iced up like nobody's business. That's just basic science. I mean, ice can take down airplanes. Why wouldn't it mess with the propeller of that? So just give it a little thought. I have no problem, though, with changing out and going to all battery power for your tools and and lawn care stuff. That technology is here because as contractors can be driving around, if you're a lawn care company, not that hard to hook up an inverter so you can plug the battery in when you get in the truck and go to the next job site. You can have things charging away. And you can have enough batteries to get through the day these days. That's not a problem. So there are options for that. But until we get vehicles to that point of view, I think, we, I think we're a number of years away before it's going to make a ton of sense for many people. Now, again, we don't always have these things. This isn't something that's big. But my neighborhood here, this is the fifth time in the last 365 days we've lost power for a while. Now, this is the biggest one I've had since, uh, sheesh, 2004, 2003, wherever I've lived in the Northwest. But still, it happens. And recovering from four days or five days with no business is going to be big. You want to be the one going out to the job site, not the one staring at your vehicle. All right, coming up on Around the House with Eric G this weekend, we have a big show ahead. Hour one, we're going to talk about uh, more of this topic, about being prepared for the next storm disaster. What happens if your house freezes up? How do you work around that? You know, generator safety, where should you put that generator? What's a good way to make that work within your home and be safe about it? All those different things. And then hour number two, we're going to talk outdoor kitchens. We're going to think spring. I got to get out of this winter mode here and think spring. So we're going to talk with Blaze Outdoor Products and uh, talk about designing and building outdoor kitchens and some of the cool things that are out there that you can add to your outdoor living space. So that way, when we get through this whole thing and we can have friends over in the backyard and be barbecuing and watching some sports on the TV or whatever we're doing, we can be out of this whole uh, winter funk, COVID funk, and we can just be getting on with getting on. All that and more coming up on Around the House with Eric G. this weekend. On the Sun Radio broadcast group, you can hear us on all of our stations across the country or right here where you're hearing this podcast. And uh, you can check uh, with me if you want to see if uh, we're in your area on the radio show. But the podcast gets you the same kind of thing. And quite frankly, the podcast gets you a little bit more because that's the extended coverage. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of the week. Happy Thursday. Thanks for listening to Around the House. I'll see you on Saturday. Around the House with Eric G. is produced by, designed by Eric G. in association with Salem Media and distributed nationally by the Sun Broadcast Group. All rights reserved. Copyright designed by Eric G. We will be back next week. If you missed part of the show, check out the podcast of all of our shows at aroundthehouseonline.com. Remember, measure with a micrometer, mark with caulk, and cut with an axe. Thanks for listening to Around the House.